everyone. Welcome back inside Centura Health Training Center for another episode of Broncos Now. As always, I'm your host, Sydney Jones. And coming up on today's episode, the Broncos were back in full pads for their 12th training camp practice. We'll hear from quarterback Russell Wilson and all three coordinators as they spoke to the media today. All that and more coming up. Broncos are more than halfway done with this year's training camp as today marked their 12th open practice and quarterback Russell Wilson talked about how he really liked the work the team put in today, specifically during their two minute situations. Coach Payton does a great job of putting us in situations that we're going to, we're going to have to win, you know, and, 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 and be in, in, in these close games. And obviously, you know, last year we felt like we didn't, we weren't able to capitalize on some of those. And this is a great opportunity to really establish, you know, how we're going to go about it our thought process um, you know, I thought I would see Jerry making an amazing play, uh, you know, a couple practices ago in the two-minute drill to win the game, um, you know, deep down the field. And then, I, obviously, Cortland Sutton making a great play. But, you know, it all starts with offensive line. You know, all the things that they're able to do and protect for us and give us time and, and make those plays and make those throws. And, you know, I thought Mims did a great job. Um, he did a great job, you know, on the scramble play and made a big-time play um, today. Um, so I'm really excited about the, the guys that we have and, and what, we're able, what we're capable of. Um, they're really understanding. Uh, the coaches are doing a great job of teaching them, so we're we're, we're all understanding what, we, what 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 Coach Payton wants and how we want to go about it as players and our thought process. At the end of the day, um, you got to have the right mentality when it's two minutes and one you know let's say one thirty on the clock and one timeout and you got to go seventy five yards. It's it's. It's your mentality, how you go about it, and, and looking forward to those opportunities and obstacles. Today we heard from offensive coordinator Joe Lombardi for the first time since the start of training camp, and he talked about the improvements he's seen from this offense over the past few practices. You know, we started going to some uh, you know more game-like situations, you know, running the substitutions off the sideline, radio, radio, radioing, radioing the uh, calls. And so... Um, you know, just picking up that tempo and just operating like uh, like they know the offense a little better. So, um, you know, the guys are working hard. You know, they felt a little tired today, but, um, you know, just the mental aspect and, and just operating a little quicker. And as this offense continues to learn and master Sean Payton's system, quarterback Russell Wilson detailed the biggest challenge that's come with learning this offense. I wouldn't necessarily call it a challenge, but I think the biggest opportunity that we have is, is that we have a coach, Coach Payton, that's been one of the best offensive play, play callers of all time. But also, too, we have a lot of great coaches on the staff, um, Coach Lombardi, uh, Coach Johnny Moe, um, Coach Webb, you know, who's a guy who's played in the league. You know, we got a lot of knowledge around us, you know, throughout the whole, whole team. Uh, Coach Streif, who's played in the game at the highest level. So there's a lot of knowledge around us. And I think that if we're all able to glean from that knowledge and learn as much as we possibly can, and then at the same time, uh, take, you know, take our abilities and put it on the field and just have a great, tremendous trust in, into all the things that we're learning. I think it's a great opportunity for who we are and where we can go. And the key is obviously all of us staying you know, super healthy and playing, being ready to rock every week. And, uh, but I feel like we're uh, doing a great job. And there's a lot more to go. Plus, Coach Lombardi talked about Russell Wilson's progress since the start of training camp. Good. You know, man, I haven't been around people that work any harder than him. And uh, he loves football. He's always positive every day. And, um, you know, he's fun to be around. And, uh, you know, for August 8th, I think he's, he's in a really good spot. And looking at this defense, defensive coordinator Vance Joseph talked today about empowering his players and wanting them to take ownership of his scheme. Absolutely. You want the players to have ownership. You know, especially now in this, what we're doing right now, you know, guys who were here last year, they did some good stuff on tape, you know, so I don't want to dismiss that. 
you know, so pressures they like. You know, Josie likes this one pressure that we put in yesterday. You know, so the guys have ideas of what's been good for them in the past. Let's put it in. You know, I'm willing to learn and listen to the veteran players who are, you know, who, who work at it, you know, and have really good ideas. So absolutely, it's been, it's been a back and forth with those veteran players here. He specifically talked about this team's pass rushers and described them as one of the best units he's ever had. I tell you what, man, it's, it's the best room I've had from one to six in a very long time. You know, so having a bunch of rushers with different traits, it's been fun to watch. And having a plan, you know, for each guy to get enough reps to be effective during the game is, is going to be important for me. But, um, yeah, I mean, having, having Randy and Frank and, and Coop and Benito, you know, and when Barron comes back, I mean, that's a really good room. We've got two young guys breaking glass also. So it's a good room. The Broncos' first preseason game is now just three days away, and quarterback Russell Wilson talked about the benefits of playing on Friday and throughout the preseason. The opportunity to play in the preseason, is there's, there's three great things that happen, in my opinion. Number one, I think as a player, uh, just stepping in between the white lines. Every time you step in between the light, white lines, it's a gift. You know, that's how I look at it. It's a gift to be able to play the game that we all love, that God has granted us the ability to play. I think the second thing is, is that you get to figure out who you are as a team. You know, I think in a lot of ways, uh, mentally, emotionally, uh, to celebrate one another. And I think the third thing is the best part about it all is I remember when I was a rookie. And I remember my first preseason game. I got to play Tennessee Titans. The second one was against Denver Broncos, ironically. And just those moments, uh, those moments are, are things that you'll forever remember. And you want to you – wanna, um, you know, for as a, as a veteran, God, this is going to be my 12th year. Um, it's about seeing those guys develop and grow and taking everything they've done at, a, at such a high level on the practice field and seeing it between the white lines on a, on a game field. And uh, that's the opportunity that we have. And we're, we're excited to be a play in front of our fans, you know, in Arizona. Our fans obviously travel uh, amazing here, um, here in Denver. So we're excited about that. And so um, just to be able to, you know, uh, lace up the cleats again is a, is a gift. Now joining me here inside the Broncos podcast studio is Broncos lead writer, Eric Delala. Eric, it was the 12th day of training camp practice. The team was back in full pads today and you know, had a good day of work. Specifically, the offense had a really productive two-minute drill in the in practice today. Yeah, so the, the first two times we saw the offense run the two-minute drill, the, the first uh, rendition, if you will, did not go so well. Yeah. But then each time they kind of bounced back in that second opportunity, well, in this one, Sydney, uh, it went really well the first time, and it was perhaps the uh, most difficult of the two-minute drills that they've completed so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, less than two minutes to go, about 75 yards left down the field. Offense avoided negative plays. Kind of one of the key plays was on third and eight. Russell Wilson's mm-hmm. rolled out to his right, kind of a scramble drill type scenario. Found Marvin Mims Jr. down the sideline for 37 yards. It was a big play, uh, definitely the best play we've seen by Marvin Mims in his camp, which was hindered a little bit at the beginning by that hamstring injury. Right. Um, but really encouraging to see him make that play and then manage the clock well. A couple of plays later, Russell Wilson finds Cortland Sutton for an impressive touchdown catch in traffic in the end zone. Mm-hmm. That's what you want to see from this offense, right? I mean, we've heard right. Sean Payton talk a lot about two-minute drill, Red zone, those mm-hmm. are the things that are going to determine whether you win or lose games, whether you end up in the playoffs. Yeah. Broncos had their times last year where they were successful, but not enough, not consistently enough. Um, man, if, if they play offense the way they did in that two-minute drill to end practice and really how they played for a lot of the day in terms of red zone work, Russell Wilson finding guys, right. I mean, it was it was one of the better offensive days. And now we've seen three or four days. We mentioned it, I think, yesterday. Said yeah. We've seen three or four days in a row here where Russell Wilson has looked – uh, much better they're making progress 
And uh, we, we told people not to panic, and it, it <laughs> seems like uh, they're finding their stride a little bit. Yeah, now that we're more than halfway through training camp, it seems like this offense is really starting to click and be on the same page. Yeah, no doubt. And it was going to take some time. They're learning right. a new offense. Doesn't mean it's going to be perfect on Friday against Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean it's going to be perfect week one. But I do think you're seeing good signs. You're still seeing uh, that playmaking ability from Russell Wilson. Uh, you know, you think back a couple of days ago when he had that deep touchdown pass to Jerry Judy. Right. Uh, so certainly has made his share of plays. You know, you're they're going against a good defense. Um, and you know, truth be told, this was with backup tackles today because Mike McGlinchey yeah. left practice early, and then um, Garrett Bowles kind of on another one of those. You know, um, you know, maybe a, a rest day rest or day. a, a yeah. re a regen day. So mm-hmm. um, he wasn't in there either, and so. For them to hold up and have that play down the field without Bowles or McGlinchey was impressive, but definitely, yeah, the the offense is, is uh, it's making good strides. Yeah, looking at the offensive line specifically, Eric, as you mentioned it, I know Russell Wilson talked to the media today. We heard from him earlier in the show, but he really talked a lot about the offensive line and how it really starts with them, and they're the reason that this offense is being able to click and, and move down the field. And he went one by one and talked about every single one of them and just the work that they've put in this camp. Yeah, it's a good group. Um, certainly inside, you like kind of how big and powerful those guys are. Right. Tall tackles mm-hmm. uh, with good ability. You know, we've heard Mike McGlinchey and Garrett Poles talk about their belief that they can be one of the top tackle duos in the NFL. Right. Uh, then we heard offensive coordinator Joe Lombardi talk about the depth behind them. Yeah. Um, a couple of good guys and, you know, a Cam Fleming um, and Isaiah Prince. Mm-hmm. And then you talk about the third string guys. And he said, those are as good of uh, kind of third string tackles as I've had in the league. So it speaks to the depth. We'll get to see some of those guys uh, on display as the preseason unfolds. And as it begins Friday, but you're right, Sid, that that was the emphasis, mm-hmm. right, when the offseason began of yeah, let's make this offensive line better. It's going to pay dividends both in the passing game and the run game. Right. We're seeing that a little bit here, and, and you're working against guys in Randy Gregory, Frank Clark, Zach Allen. These yeah. guys aren't slouches, and, and they've had some wins of their own. But, um, yeah, I think overall the offensive line looks like it's in a much better place. For sure. Well, on the other side of the ball, Eric, you know, you just mentioned Frank Clark and Randy Gregory. I know Vance Joseph spoke earlier in the show talking about the pass rushers and called them one of the best units he's ever really worked with. And obviously Frank Clark and Randy Gregory, they're pretty dominant. But if you look at the guys, you know, behind them, Nick Bonito and Jonathan Cooper, they've had a really good camp as well, too. Yeah. And we know Jonathan Cooper is a physical guy, Mm -hmm. um, good run game player. Nick Bonito has that quickness, that bend. Maybe he's more of an option on third down. Maybe you bring him in. You've got Frank Clark and Randy Gregory. I mean, there's this balance here, right, of – how do we give these guys enough snaps and, yeah. and Clark and Gregory to let them build some momentum, to find their rhythm, to find a groove, while also getting some of these other guys on the field and, and using that wave of pass rushers? Some coaches, like when Vic Fangio is here, Sydney, mm-hmm. he talked about, hey, I want Von Miller to play 90% of the snaps. Right. And other coaches have a, a differing view where, hey, let's, mm-hmm. let's have waves of guys. Maybe everybody plays um, fewer snaps, but you're fresh when you're out there. Right. We'll have to see kind of how this unfolds. And I, I don't know that we will for sure get an answer during the preseason because it's yeah. kind of a different type of deal. For sure. Um, but certainly, you know, early weeks of the season, how are they using Randy Gregory? How are mm-hmm. they using Frank Clark? When does Nick Benito, Jonathan Cooper come in? You know, at what point does Baron Browning come back and provide kind of that extra boost? So right. um, certainly have the talent there. Now it's up to Vance Joseph and in uh, this defensive staff to figure out how do we best use them? Yeah. 
We did hear Vance Joseph say today that he's going to be calling plays from the sideline this year, so we'll see that on Friday. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's kind of a, a personal preference. He For jokes sure. he couldn't yeah. see from the, from the coach's box. Which <laughs> I don't blame him. They're far up there. Yeah, it's, it's high up there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do think you you hear defensive coordinators talk about the emotional connection on the sideline and right. the ability to absolutely. talk to players and, and hear what they're seeing um, and, and talk firsthand. It tends to be a benefit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it goes kind of both directions in terms of what guys do, but we've seen certainly uh, guys have success being down on the field. So sure. it was interesting to hear him say what he was going to do. I don't know that it has a huge impact one way or another, um, but uh yeah, it'll be a, a return trip to Arizona for Vance, but yeah. like Zach Allen said, it's a it's a business trip. It's, it's about trip. it's about work and getting better. Yeah, you talk about the emotional connection, you know, with the players. It was interesting a storyline that's been brought up a lot, kind of the past few weeks, is uh, Vance Joseph in this defense and him kind of listening to his players and understanding, you know, what the scheme that they had the past couple of years is very similar to Vance's, you know, with Vic Fangio and then Coach E and wanting to understand their terminology and kind of changing his defense so it's easier for the players to understand. Yeah, and that um, it shows a real unselfishness as a coach, I 100%. think, because it'd be easy to come in and say, hey, this is my defense. This right. is what we call things. Learn it. Mm-hmm. And I think if he had said that, you can't fault him for doing that. That's right. his right as a defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. But to his credit, he came in and said, okay, these are basically the same defense or they're very similar. Right. If you know, And there's there's turnover every year, but if there's 30 or 40 guys – that know this terminology, mm-hmm. why would I make all of them relearn it when I can just tweak some things? Right. And um, Zach Allen talked about that the same way. He said, hey, I'm willing to be the mm-hmm. the one guy to relearn things as opposed to all of these guys needing to do it. And uh, so you take that first, that unselfishness from Vance Joseph, mm-hmm. which I'm sure players appreciate. That's why they like playing for him. Yeah. And then you go to hey, Justin Simmons hasn't been out there playing the mm-hmm. last few days, but he's been out there with VJ and, and talking about, hey, well, we call this, this, and you might call it this, and they've worked together to find kind of a common Maybe ground medium. and get on yeah. the same page. And that's good coaching. I mean, that's what a, a right. coach should do, and I think it's a it's a small but important example from Vance Joseph. Definitely, and he said he had fun learning yeah. all the new terminology yeah. this summer. Um, one last thing, Eric, we also heard from Ben Kotwika today, and he talked a lot about uh, Riley Dixon. And I know uh, head coach Sean Payton mentioned him yesterday. You know, not only is he a consistent punter, but apparently he has a good arm and played quarterback in high school. Yeah, good. Uh, we've seen him throw the ball before here yeah. in Denver. And listen, if there's a threat of a fake, mm-hmm. that helps you from a punt protection standpoint, because if the defense has to honor that, they can't come after the punter quite as hard. So right. um, we haven't, I don't think we saw a fake last year, if I remember correctly. And it's been so. certainly a couple of years since there's been a successful one. Right. You're not going to run them all the time, but mm-hmm. one, if you can do those successfully, you can get a free first down, you can steal a possession, all sorts of things right. that are important. But then second, even if you just do it once or twice a year, Mm -hmm. the defense has to be aware of that. Maybe it makes them hesitate for one second. Maybe they can't quite get to that punt, and it gives you a chance um, to safely get that punt away. So, uh, you know, Ben Kawika talked about Riley Dixon's arm and and how he's had a good success rate while they've worked on these fake punts. Mm -hmm. Um, And certainly you don't have to throw the ball, right, to to run a fake punt. There's lots of options. But, uh, yeah, hey, I'm all for it. Me too. Uh, I'll be interested to see. Do they run one in the preseason to kind of let teams know that they're not afraid to do it? Do they right. not want to? There's a balance here, right? You want to show teams that you can do you it, do but it, you right. don't want to show the particular scheme because you might need that good one for later right. in the year. So I'll be interested to see do, if they do anything 
um, during the preseason or if they wait till until uh, the regular season at some point to, to test that out. Yeah, that'll be fun to see, Eric. And uh, on Wednesday, the team has their last open practice this week before they head down to Arizona for that first preseason game. So it should be fun. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, me too. Appreciate you coming on, Eric. You got it, Sydney. Well, that'll do it for tonight's episode of Broncos Now, Broncos Country. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll meet you right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network in YouTube tomorrow as the team has another open practice. I'll see you all then.